Happy birthday to you. Happy New Year's to you. Happy anniversary and whatever significant day of the year it is. Are they the days that we set goals? In the next 12 months, this is what I'm going to achieve or this is what I'm going to do. Have you noticed, however, this is observation from a lady that's lived on the planet for a long time, that people often set goals for the 1st of January uh, and by the end of the 1st of January, they've already broken the New Year's resolution or within a week or a month or three months of setting a series of goals for a 12-month period, they've either forgotten about them or it's become all too hard. And I share that because I have a lot of people in my life who tell me what their goals are. I want to do this, I'm going to do this, I will achieve this. But what percentage of people actually do it? How do you go from being a goal setter, I want something, to being a goal, being a goal achiever, I've done it? And that process in between for me is really interesting and something that I've been studying, analysing, researching all of my life. Because it seems that the people that achieve their goals, the people that set a goal and actually do it, have a very different headspace than the people that say on the 1st of January, I've got some New Year's resolutions and this is what I'm going to do. So it's a personal question for you. What do you want to do? Do you really want to do it? And if you really want it, what's going to make sure that you actually do it? And could it have something to do with the person that you are, not the time frame? And so I'll use an interesting time frame. If you're an Olympic athlete, so you've got four years between Olympic Games, how do you stay focused for four years? There are some Olympic athletes that have been to two Olympic Games, three Olympic Games, even four Olympic Games. How do you stay focused for four years, eight years, 12 years, 16 years? They're the people that I'm really interested in. How do you understand, I want to understand the world champions that become multiple world champions year after year after year, six times, seven times, 10 times. What's that headspace? And is it possible that it's not about the time frame? I'm not setting a goal to achieve something in a time frame. I've set a goal and I'm going to do it. And there's an interesting headspace. Not if I don't achieve it within 12 months and I give up, or if I don't stick to my plan within a week or a month of me setting my goal, I give up. It's I've set the goal and I'm not going to give up until I achieve. I'm not stopping till I'm finished. And there's a whole different headspace there. Is that possible? If you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss, a leader, you are responsible for or people need your help to achieve their goals or you are wanting to help people achieve their goals, is it possible that we need to focus more on the person that we need to become to achieve the goal rather than the time frame? Now, I get that a lot of goal setting is wrapped around time frames and most people that achieve their goals have a very specific time frame. And I'll rephrase that. If I say, and I'll use an example, I had two women come to see me, both of them on the same day. We had an initial chat and I was going to be their personal exercise coach. And one lady said to me that her goal was to lose weight. And I asked her specifically, what's your time frame? And she said to me, oh, eventually, maybe, hopefully, I'll lose a few pounds. The other lady said very specifically, at 7.30 on the 24th of December this year, I'm going to walk into the Christmas party and I'm not going to be the fat chick anymore. And that was her quote, not mine. Is it possible that the person with a very specific time frame, with a very specific visualisation, is more likely to achieve their goal? And of course the answer is yes, because your brain will do exactly what you tell it to do. Your brain will do what you focus on. But 
what kind of person stays focused for four years, 12 years, 16 years? What kind of person is a world champion multiple times over? What kind of person sets a goal? And even though there's challenges and problems and people pulling them down and negativity and gossip and terrible things happen in the world or terrible things happen to them, they never give up. And that's the really interesting question for me, and it was a beautiful gift that was given me a very long time ago. Uh, Rowie, who are you? And this is the exercise. I was 18 years of age. I went to a leadership and management conference, and I thought I was going to get taught how to run health clubs. I had applied for a position in a, in a health club to be the manager. I didn't have any experience, and I was 18. They wanted somebody with experience over the age of 30. But they gave me the opportunity anyway and then sent me to this program. And at the program, I thought I would learn about business. What I learned about was who I had to become to be able to run a great business. What kind of person stays focused, motivated, committed, regardless of what's going on? Because most people will stick to their goals list or stick to the time frame or they'll keep going if it's easy. If it's easy for me to get up and do it, I'll do it. But if a challenge arrives or if I'm tired or if I'm stressed or if I'm hungry or there's any big thing that comes into my life that distracts me, then I stop doing it. I give up. What kind of person doesn't give up? And that was the question. Rowie, who are you? If you're going to be the person that runs successful health clubs, if you're going to be the person that has a successful life, and I always use those four areas of life, How do I stay healthy, fit and strong for my entire life? How do I have a career or business that I love? How do I do what I'm passionate about for my entire life? How do I become financially free, financially secure for my entire life? And how do I make sure that I only have great people, respectful people in my inner circle for my entire life? What kind of person do I have to become to make sure that I can achieve those things? Because for me, they're the ultimate goals. Be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that you love, be financially free and have great people. Now, there's lots of other different goals that we set, all kinds. But if I have a very specific focus on those, what kind of person do I have to be to to become that or to be in that situation? Who do I have to become? And that was a really interesting exercise. So there's two parts to this, and I often share it, and I certainly share it with all of my students, Max Exercise Professionals, Max Business Professionals, and all of my colleagues in my life, I always ask this question. Please give me five words to describe who you are, uh, or who you want to be, or what what you want your reputation to be. And when I was given this exercise to do at 18 years of age... The words came for me very quickly. I knew exactly who I wanted to be. I knew what I wanted my reputation to be. So for me, it was tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. That was the person I knew that I was going to be, wanted to be, wanted to have the reputation of. But the next question was, if somebody comes into your life right now and looks into your life when you're not there, so they don't actually get to meet you, they just look at your life. So they come to your house. They look at your car, they look at your library, they look at the third drawer or second drawer in your kitchen, they have a look at your toothbrush, they have a look under your bed, they have a look at your bank account, they have a look at your music selection, they have a look at the the people that you have in your life. Uh, what kind of person would be would you be described as? So let's say it's a, an FBI agent or a, a uh, federal police officer has to look into your life when you're not there and then come up with five words to describe you. And that's where there was a disconnection. I knew who I wanted to be known as. I knew what I wanted my reputation to be. 
But if somebody had looked into my life that day, they would not have found a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional woman. That wasn't what I was living at the time. So I then understood that if I wanted to achieve goals, if I wanted to be the person that could run successful health clubs and I wanted to be known as a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional woman, every area of my life had to be that. So I had to go home and do some cleaning up and some fixing up and some changing, not because other people wanted me to do it. I wanted to do it. And I'm asking you that very personally. Yes, set goals and yes, have a time frame to achieve them and yes, visualize them. But what kind of person do you have to be to achieve those goals? And if I'm not disciplined and let's use the, I use the making your bed example on a regular basis. Uh, if somebody had gone into my house at three o'clock in the afternoon and they'd never met me before and my bed wasn't made, would they think that I was tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional? The woman doesn't even make her bed. Uh, now, I've always made my bed, so I'm, I can I use that as an example because it doesn't embarrass me. But these, these couple of things were very embarrassing. If you looked in my library, you would have found some really trashy novels. Tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional women don't read trashy novels. So I went home and just threw them away. I didn't even give them away because I didn't want somebody else to put that trash in their brain. If you looked in my fridge that day when I was asked the question, who are you? Uh, there was some green cordial and some rotten bananas. Now that is, if you look in there, you don't go, wow, there's a disciplined professional woman who lives here. I'm not sure what that's all about. I had to make some changes to the person that I was so that I could achieve my goals. The other questions that were asked of me were, what are your core values? What do you stand for? What would you die for? What do you believe in so much that you would die for it? That becomes part of your reputation. And a lot of times, people share that they've got goals. But when I ask the question, would you die for that? And there's my favorite quote of all time, and I use it all the time. I'm going to climb my mountain. You'll see me waving at the top or dead on the side, but I'm not coming back. I will do it or die. Is it possible that the world gets the hell out of your way when you have a reputation like that, when you have an attitude like that, when you have character like that? Because a lot of people have a goal, as I shared, until it gets tough, until they get tired, until it's all too hard and then they give up. And I deal with that every day. People who give up because they're tired or it's tough or they think it's hard. Well, what kind of person keeps going regardless? And the people that go to four Olympic Games, the people that win multiple world championships, the people that have great family relationships and they would never sacrifice the family relationship, people who have a balanced life, which is those four things I always talk about, they would never sacrifice their health and fitness for their business. They would never sacrifice their business for their health and fitness. They would never sacrifice their family for their health and fitness. They are just people who have a focus on every area of their life. I'm going to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of my life and I'm not going to negotiate that. I'm going to have a career or business that I love and I'm not going to negotiate that regardless of somebody comes along and offers me a billion dollars to do something that I don't want to do. That is not who I am. I'm not going to sacrifice my life. Uh, I'm going to have financial freedom so that money's not controlling my life, I'll put it that way. A lot of people, they, they think that money is going to make them happy and then they get money and they're not happy. Is it possible that money is all about having freedom and choice so that money's not controlling your life? You can do all the things that you want to do because you have the financial freedom to do it. 
And I'll ask the question again, what kind of person do you have to be to make those things happen? The last one is really important, the relationship part, because we often talk about the kind of people that we want to have in our lives. But I learned a very long time ago that it's not about the kind of people that I want to attract. It's about, am I the person that is attractive? If I want to have a funny person in my life who makes me laugh, I have to have a sense of humor. If I want to have a wealthy person in my life, a lot of people say, I'd love to meet somebody that's got money. Well, why would somebody that's wealthy be attracted to somebody that's broke and want to invest time with them and spend time with them to brainstorm the uh, changing the world or adding value to the world or, or just working hard? Because it seems to be a connection between working really hard and, and adding value to the world and having financial freedom. Uh, I have to be the person that is attractive. My father said to me as a very young girl, there was, and I'll never forget this because he taught me a lot of things by me observing, but these were two things that he said to me constantly, said to me, Rowie, when you uh, find the right person to put into your life long term, it will be because they are funny and they are intelligent. And his definition of intelligence was probably a bit different to most. His definition was they have common sense and logic. When you invest time with somebody long term, they have to be funny because laughter is everything. Your sense of humor is everything. And if you've got a sense of humor, you can deal with everything. And if somebody has common sense and logic, they won't be stupid people. They won't do stupid things. They'll make wise decisions. But for me to attract somebody that's got a sense of humor and somebody that's intelligent, I couldn't be a boring person that was dumb and, and had no knowledge and didn't study and didn't learn. Now, I'm very privileged. I have a husband who's incredibly funny and incredibly intelligent, with, and he's the most logical, common sense person I've ever met. But I wouldn't have attracted that kind of person into my life if I wasn't that person. So regardless of the day, whether it's New Year's Day, whether it's your birthday, it's a significant day when you set goals. Could it be a really good idea that, yes, I want this, and yes, this is the time frame, and yes, I can visualize myself achieving it, but could the most important question be, who am I? What kind of person do I have to be to stay committed and focused to that goal so that I can actually achieve it? And then if the time frame arrives and you haven't achieved it, you're not going to give up because it's my mountain. I'm going to climb the mountain. You'll see me waving from the top or dead on the side, but I'm not coming back. I'll do it or die. It's my favorite quote for a reason. So I decided at 18 years of age to be tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. Regardless of the weather, regardless of whether or not I was tired or people were pulling me down or criticizing me or being negative or gossiping, Regardless of what the government was doing, regardless of what the world economic situation was, regardless of whether I was sick or injured, I would be tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. Now, I get criticised a lot and I love it because people say to me or say to other people about me, uh, that can't be real. Rowie's, you, know, you can't exercise every day. You can't have a clean house every day. Why would you have uh, look after your fingernails and, and, uh, and your body every single day? These are some of the things I get criticised for and I love it. Because if you look into my life, that when I was 18 years of age and you looked into my life, you would not have found a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional woman. I had to make changes. I had to choose to be a different person. And I did. And now I would love to invite you into my life. And I do every day. That's what Romax is all about. I need to be the living, breathing example of healthy, fit and strong, career or business that you love, financial freedom and great relationships because otherwise I'd just be full of cow poo 
And we hear a lot of that, don't we? People who talk about what they're going to do, people who set goals and don't achieve them, people who get onto social media and pro pro proclaim to the world, I'm awesome and this is what I do. But ultimately, at the end of my day, at the end of your day, we have to look at ourselves or we have to be inside our own head. You don't have to look in the mirror, but I do. I look in the mirror at the end of the day and I say, Rowie, what did you do today to make sure that you're healthy, healthier, fitter and stronger and you will be healthier and fitter and stronger tomorrow? What did you do today to get better at your career path? What did you learn today? What did you do today to make sure that your financial freedom is, is safe and secure for your entire life so you never have to rely on the government or your family to support you? And what did you do today to make sure that you are an attractive person so that you can attract great people into your life? Now, the beautiful thing about that last question is if you like yourself, if you respect yourself, if you've got great self-esteem, even if you don't have other people in your life, it doesn't matter because you like who you are. And could that be very attractive to other people who like who they are? And I'm very privileged that I have a husband who is the same. He's a powerful, passionate, positive person that's two independent people that don't need each other. We just appreciate having each other in, in each other's lives. I'm sharing all of that with you because if you are going to set a goal, perhaps consider how important it is to be the person that can achieve the goal. Who do I have to become to make sure that on New Year's Day, on my birthday, on any significant day of goal setting, that I become a goal achiever, not just a goal setter? What a great question.